Last Word with Matt Cooper. Weekdays from 4.30. We have spoken previously on the programme about conditions at the University Hospital Limerick, particularly because of the investigation which is underway into the death of 16-year-old Aoife Johnson in December 2022. She died after a 12-hour wait on a trolley at UHL. But... Has it happened again? We're joined by Priscilla Lynch, clinical editor of the Irish Medical Independent. We have to be careful in relation to the circumstances of somebody's death, particularly a teenager unidentified. But what do we know, Priscilla, of what's happened here? That's right. It's been reported that a 16-year-old girl died on the 29th of January in the University Hospital Limerick Emergency Department after deteriorating there with breathing difficulties. Um, the HSE confirmed today that they've carried out a preliminary assessment in line with their incident management framework. So this is normal practice when a sudden death occurs in their care uh, or a major incident. So they're put through a preliminary assessment and that will then assist in classifying the series of each incident, which basically means whether or not they will conduct um, an independent or an, an internal inquiry into the matter. So they haven't as of yet. They've carried out a preliminary assessment. They're in direct contact with the family on these matters. They've said it would be inappropriate to comment further, but they will share the, the findings uh, with the family pending the results of a post-mortem examination. So obviously the fears are that could this be a similar case to what happened to Aoife Johnson, uh, who died in December uh, 2022 after 12 hours waiting on a trolley in the same hospital, uh, she had bacterial meningitis and sepsis and sadly died. There was been an internal inquiry already into her death, which found that overcrowding was endemic in the hospital, that there was inadequate staff numbers, particularly senior doctors and nursing, and that there was a kind of an inability to, to be aware of how serious the problem was at that particular time. Um, as we know, we've talked many times about overcrowding in uh, University Hospital Limerick. It has a track record, unfortunately, of being the worst affected by the trolley crisis in recent years and it's regularly at the top of the list every day and it's far ahead of any other hospital as well. I mean if you look at the figures today for the amount of patients that are on trolleys there's 509 across the country according to the figures from the Irish Nurses and Midwives Organisation. 105 of those alone are in Limerick. And Priscilla, I'll come back to that in a second but in, in this case of the new concern, it has been extensively reported that this teenage girl had been a patient previously because of a chest infection, had been discharged but had come in and had to be brought to the resuscitation area but was then moved to a trolley in a corridor and her mother apparently had to plead for her to be brought back for further resuscitation, but her condition deteriorated and unfortunately it has been reported that, that she died after that. Now, as you've already said, we have to await the full details and we have to be respectful as well uh, to the family involved here. It must be utterly traumatic for them. But it does seem remarkable, if true, that you would have somebody taken from a resuscitation area and put onto a trolley in a corridor. Well, I suppose if we had a clinician on, they would say not necessarily. I mean, patients can stabilise and seem stabilise and then they can deteriorate quickly. But again, we don't know the exact circumstances of this particular case. Just what's been reported, we just know for um, factually that a 16-year-old girl has died suddenly in the care of University Hospital Limerick and that the HSE are looking into it at the moment. Um, but again, as you've mentioned there, when we've talked about before overcrowding in Limerick and the Irish Association of Emergency Medicine have pointed out many times and the INMO as well, when you're dealing with too many patients when you have inadequate staff numbers um, care can be inadequate there can be issues can patients be missed 
they can. We don't know about what happened in this particular case because they are awaiting a post-mortem. But again, there has been very regular concern um, issued about the situation in Limerick. And there has been other cases as well. There was one even settled in court earlier this year, um, a woman called Eve Cleary, who was just 21 and who died in the earlier hours of July 21st, 2019, um, following a blood clot. And uh, her family took a case, uh, which they settled in the High Court against the HSE about her care there. And uh, they believe that she could have survived if she had been given clot-busting medication earlier uh, and a medical expert on their side had said that. So, again, it is inevitable that if there is overcrowding in a hospital, that it's going to be more difficult for patients, that's going to be more difficult for staff. And just today, I suppose, people are concerned about the details that have come out of this case so far. Priscilla, why is it that the University Hospital Limerick has bigger overcrowding issues, it seems, than almost any other hospital in the country? What is the reason, belief you, behind that? I suppose there's a few different reasons. Um, it hasn't happened overnight. There has been a, a big population increase in the Midwest region um, as across the country. There is an older population. But Limerick um, consultants who've been working there even years ago, who I've spoken to, would have pointed out regularly that they did not have equivalent staff numbers compared to similar big hospitals in Dublin. In Dublin, um, of, of hospitals, they would have had a greater staff uh, number. In recent years, they have increased staffing in the group. They've added an extra 1,000 um, healthcare staff to the whole University Hospital. Limerick Group, they've added over 100 beds to University Hospital Limerick, but it isn't making an impact. In fact, actually, 150 patients were on trolley there, on trolleys earlier this month, which was a new record for Limerick. Um, we do know, obviously, as well, that there's been a large impact because of the closure of emergency departments in Ennis and in Nina, um, you know, um, over recent years, and that there wasn't adequate um, extra beds put into Limerick at the time, or adequate resources, and unfortunately, it has created a perfect storm. In Limerick as well, you don't have the private sector that you would have in Dublin and in Cork that can help prop up the system. Now in Cork and Galway they obviously have serious issues with overcrowding as well but not on the par with with Limerick and they do have uh, some sort of private sector there and in Dublin if um, a major hospital is under huge pressure sometimes very rarely though that they will be able to put their emergency department offline while they try and get get grip on the situation you cannot do that in the Midwest it is the main hospital down there it has to keep functioning it is a large hospital but obviously we know that morale is low there and that there has been staffing retention issues unsurprisingly when you, you look at the pressure that they are under but there has been calls for now should the government actually directly intervene because if it's so far ahead in relation to number of patients that are on trolleys compared to comparable hospitals around the country should they step in further? Should well, they in what way though Priscilla? Staff? Should they maybe reopen Ennis or Nina sort of swallow their pride and say we now realise because of the population expansion in the area and the lack of private sector alternatives as you've outlined to us uh, that they should go back and reopen those facilities to take the pressure off Limerick? Well, in the last year, they did put in a protocol where they could divert suitable patients to those hospitals directly via ambulance that they that showed that they weren't, you know, high acuity cases, that they didn't need immediate surgery, that they could be put directly into those hospitals. But again, I think we do need a lot more information. Uh, for example, at the moment, are all hospital beds in UHL actually open and operating? Do they have sufficient staff to operate all the beds that they should have? Is there an issue with delayed discharges down there? Would it help if the local injury units in 
St. John's Hospital in Limerick that they were available to open longer, for example. Now, most patients who do go to an emergency department, particularly in Limerick, they really need to be there. Uh, they need to be admitted. They know that there's going to be very long waits there. Um, is the shortage of GPs in many areas having an impact? Uh, it is very difficult to get access to GP. Are there other community services that they need to, to implement? They have made a lot of effort down in the Midwest in recent years to try and shore up the um, support services in the communities. But as we said, it just hasn't managed to make an impact. Do they actually need to take staff from other hospitals and divert them down in the short term to Limerick? Um, this is what campaigners are saying now, that really the, they can't go any further. Okay, we will leave it there. Priscilla Lynch, thank you very much for joining us here on The Last Word of Today FM. Lots of you getting in contact from the Midwest, expressing your horror about what is available to you in the event of a health emergency and the overcrowding at the emergency department at UHL. And also, um, one listener is saying that morale is very low because the staff are constantly working under severe pressure. This listener says, my blood pressure is rising listening to this interview. Uh, and then others suggesting that those other hospitals in Ennis and Nina should have full emergency departments restored rather than just having the occasional transfer as was outlined there by Priscilla. The Last Word with Matt Cooper. Weekdays from 4.30. Today.